Welcome one and all to Umami Manga. I'm Petter and this is James. How's it going? And today we're talking about volume 6 of To Your, <laughs> to Your Eternity. No, we're talking about Spy Family. <laughs> <laughs> we're going back in time. <laughs> yeah, been a while since we talked about to, uh, to Your Eternity now too. I don't know why I said yeah, that. <laughs> I guess it's been on my, my, my mind a little bit. But anyway. It kind of just rolls uh, off the tongue. Yeah, since I've said it 15 times. Uh, <laughs> and I've only done this one five times before now. Anyway, <laughs> we're talking about Spy Family. And it's actually the last one we're doing in at least two months or so. Uh, don't know exactly. I think Volume Seven comes out in English on uh, April fifth. Yeah, if I recall, it's a lot. It's something around there, somewhere around there. It's a mm. long time. Yeah, but oh well, oh well. We're caught up exactly now to, or beyond caught up to where I had read before we started the series, since I hmm. had read up to the first chapter of this book since before we started this. So uh, I'm I was very happy to actually read something new with this with this book, and. Something I want to touch on before we get into the character discussions this time is that I think it was in our volume one discussion of this series we discussed kind of how the setting is very clearly inspired by the Cold War and how we thought it was somehow like an equivalent kind of world to our world in the 50s or 60s. We was right. sort of t- talked about it being like a- around those decades. Sure. But... There was actually a message in this book, like on one of the oh. bonus pages or extra pages, uh, a short little message by Tatsuya Endo, where he wrote that the setting or the intended setting for this is more like 60s or 70s. Ah, I could definitely see the 70s a bit. Right. Yeah. Like, I, I, I guess n- neither of, of us had really considered it, but when we know it, it makes a lot of sense, right? And I think, mm-hmm. or at least my initial, or where my mind went initially was to your and kind of her design, kind of how she dresses and how she keeps her hair, to me feels mm-hmm. a lot more like late 60s, early 70s, kind of, like, yeah. like around that era. Uh, so yeah, right. just, just nice to know, I guess, where the writer sort of, uh, you know, yeah. drew his inspiration from. Her fashion feels definitely around that time period, at least more so than 50s, right, is, yeah. my, is, my, is my thought. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, do you have anything else you'd like to touch on before we get into the character discussions? This is a really good volume. I really like this one. <laughs> good, good. I, I did, too. <laughs> I'm excited to talk about it. <laughs> Sweet, me as well. Then, let's start by talking about Lloyd Forger, Twilight. I, I guess the first thing I'll say is that when Lloyd learned about the truth behind those uh, Sakura's dossier... Uh, like like the the whole thing that he had acquired like that he and is it and pronounced Fiona. dossier or dossier? Like okay, I don't actually know. I don't uh, even know. <laughs> it's not a very common word. No, not really. <laughs> I think it's like a fancier way to saying like journal or papers or oh yeah memo. You know right? It's like come like on that. guys, do you have to be that fat? Anyway, anyway, anyway. Yeah, <laughs> but no, like yeah, when when he you know when when they eventually decoded the the code on the on the. Um, or or well, 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 the, the 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 decoding was for finding the place, and then they found the place, and they and they got the stuff. And anyway, he he seemed to be conflicted about lying to Yor, and mm-hmm. I think we touched on this a little bit on a, in our previous volume discussion uh, that he sort of has feelings that ha- how he might be feeling bad potentially about the situation, essentially. But right. I think this. Or at least, in my opinion, the scene in this book where 
were you know after they had learned about that guy who had uh, that collection of photos and stuff <laughs> uh and and how lloyd basically related that to his own situation in in a way i feel like that was stronger or more well it, it was a bigger thing i guess than it had been in previous volumes and i thought it was nice to see that he has those sorts of conflictions within him yeah yeah and i think that message at least one of the message you can take from that is uh basically lying to keep the peace <laughs> is mm. it, it or or maybe he was just thinking is it is lying okay when it keeps a family together you know because mm, right. this Zach, Zacharias or whatever his name was he still wanted to keep his family together but knew that something had to be sacrificed in some way um, mm. so I, I wonder if that family part of it is something that also is is stuck on Lloyd's mind but uh, you know it, it, the family is basically a lie in the first place yeah and your already knows that. Yeah. Um, in fact, she feels kind of guilty about it herself. And I think that's, it, it parallels with how Lloyd is feeling. Mm. At the end of yeah. that chapter, they're both kind of forlorn or very much lost in thought. Yeah. Which I, I love how the, that chapter ends. I'm so glad that wasn't the end of the volume because I would have died. <laughs> uh, yeah, that would have been rough. <laughs> but uh, I thought it was a very good end of the chapter. It kind of, I don't know, gave some suspense to what was going on mm. um, in their minds. Uh, so anyway, I, I, I like that conflict that really comes up in both of their minds. True. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was a downer ending to that chapter. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, But I liked it. Which is, yeah, <laughs> it was oh, a good I, For sure. I, exactly. Yeah, it, it makes the story interesting and good. Yeah. I mean, it was funny too. Like the very last panel of that chapter, of that chapter, was a Fiona training in the forest. But, oh my word! Or in yes. the mountains. <laughs> but but yeah, like overall, it was definitely a downer ending. Uh, but yes, I guess just going back to the very beginning hmm? uh, of of this volume, just the underground tennis thing. Yeah. <laughs> of course, Twilight is a god at tennis. Like the man is just incredible at whatever he does. Uh huh. But you know, Mister. Oh, I just dabble a little bit. But. <laughs> And I didn't think about this too much during my first read-through, but the second read-through, it kind of dawned on me. Maybe his practice with Yor actually helped him get better. It wasn't just, well, I mean, yes, they had Anya there, and obviously she was being her goofball, (laughs) unathletic (laughs) self. But I also wonder if he actually went back and forth with Yor serving or something. (laughs) I, I don't know. Just because, one, yours explains that, oh, I did this, basically, well, I'll I'll say, never mind, I won't talk about your specifically, but Mm. Twilight says, as a warning to Fiona, hey, I'm just telling you, you, it's not going to go the way you think, or or something along those lines, as if he's talking from experience, specifically in tennis. So I wonder if (laughs) something like that happened. Then again... This is Twilight we're talking about. Maybe he was just this good to begin with. True. At, at the very least, I, I, I also, or, or I, I didn't really pick up on, on the idea that he, well, obviously must have, you know, play, play, played against Yor himself. And so it kind of, it, it makes sense with that in mind. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah, that, that is an interesting observation. <laughs> so during their whole uh, espionage thing, or their, I guess, 
hidden or their mission. Uh, he's under the impression that Nightfall is trying to make a name for himself, and that might mess up the mission. Which he's not wrong about the mess up the mission part, and he's also not wrong about making a name for herself. She just wants his last name. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah, that kind of that kind of make mm. a name for herself. But... <laughs> yep. <laughs> no, he's completely dense about the entire thing. Uh, understandably so. I, while she's obviously, to the reader, very much infatuated with the man, uh-huh. I think she does a good job of, well, for the most part, hiding it from the rather dense, shockingly dense Lloyd. Yeah. Mr. La- Mr. Ladies' man. Right. Although, I guess with her, like, never shifting face expression, I guess, Mm -hmm. I guess it's, we can't blame him too much, I guess. (laughs) Right. Right. There are signs, though, and I'll, when we, when we talk about Fiona, I'll, I'll point them out. Oh, yes, please do. Anything more on the tennis stuff? Uh, of course, he's prepared with a bulletproof vest. Yeah. (laughs) He knew they were playing tennis, like, what? That that was actually really funny. I thought that that detail, because uh, it reminded me of what like the, their first visit to Eden Academy when he was prepared with everything. Like mm-hmm. like he, he thought of like getting a change of clothes, and like <laughs> right. like all of that. And uh, the, 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 this, I, I I felt had a similar vibe that, to that. Yeah, it was funny. <laughs> Absolutely, a couple of things that are a little more about his personality. Mm-hmm. He's seen a lot of comrades die from mm. losing their cool, you know, or maybe yeah. being a little too confident in themselves. Right. And obviously he doesn't want that to happen to Nightfall. So, it, yeah, it's 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 nice to see that while he is the hotshot spy, he cares very much for his team. He's he's not he's not overly cocky, you know. He's not yeah. thinking that I'm better than everybody else. I mean, besides the fact that he is better than everybody else, <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't think that He's all high and mighty, you know. No, he care he cares about the people around him, which I think is a very great trait of his. Absolutely. And going along with that, he even cares about his enemies, you know. Yeah. Uh, he he encourages the Campbell brother, you know, and says, "Hey, you could be really great mm. at tennis if you just keep practicing." And I think that meant a lot to him. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, it definitely seemed like it. Mm. We already knew this. Floyd's a great guy. Right. But right. <laughs> more 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 signs towards that. Absolutely. Yeah, it's been great to see that. Uh, a, l- a little bit later in the volume, something that I thought was well, I guess we get well. We we did get a little bit more information about his past uh, when he talked about his mother mm-hmm. and how he can't really recall what she looked like particularly particularly well, which I think yeah. probably means that he lost her somehow pretty early on. Very um, sad for some reason, right? Mm. Like she probably died. It's the only thing I probably I, it's like yeah, my maybe best a guess, bomb probably. or something, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah, just I guess interesting to know about that. That he, well, I, I already probably leaned toward thinking that he didn't really necessarily have a family anymore. I probably thought that, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, especially since we saw the 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 image in volume one of him as a kid, just in a war zone, kind of, which I felt implied that his family was probably dead but this even further kind of tells us that his mother or or that that he lost his his family really like 
so early on that he doesn't really even remember what they look like, or at least his mother, at least he doesn't rem remember her face. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's very sad. It is very sad, but he does remember the feeling of safety, despite all the terrible mm. things that were going on outside. Yeah. He remembers feeling safe. Right. And so if Yor can get him to feel safe, then, <laughs> or if <laughs> not just Yor, but just the family, yeah. you know, Anya and Yor, if if he feels safe within that family and feeling safe is a little more abstract than than may sound i think right um but i think that once there is that moment where he feels like he can i guess let his guard down yeah. um then i think that's when he'll finally realize wow i have a family like this is hmm. this is the this is the feeling that i've been yearning for for so long that's going to be so satisfying Whenever, mm -hmm. whenever we get there. <laughs> <laughs> if we get there. <laughs> True. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, no, I, I absolutely agree. And, and I, I will point out one other thing about this is that I guess we should also consider the possibility that he may have not been sincere when he told you about his mother, about his past. However, I am choosing to think that he was sincere when he's when oh. he, in, in all of that well, I, I just wanted to I, I at least i guess present the possibility that he wasn't since after all he all he is a world-class spy you know so well present it more because i didn't even think of that as a possibility like what mm. what do you mean by being insincere just well that well that basically that everything he told you about his mother was not truth huh Basically, but we did see a vision. Fight. Like he had like a little dream of his. Yeah, mom. You're right. You're right. And he, yeah, and he heard like her singing mm -hmm. through your singing. So yeah, I, I guess, and and yeah, I, I guess that maybe uh, defeats that, which is a good thing personally. I, 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 I think. Oh yeah. Uh, I, I don't want him to be insincere in that, of course. But I just, at least, it was a thought I had. But, but yeah, probably probably isn't the case when you first mentioned insincere i thought you were talking about his almost confession to your back at the bar oh oh uh, yeah you know and, and to me that's an actually another interesting part where he mistakenly thinks that your has developed romantic feelings for him mm. and he kind of switches well he's shocked at first but then he switches gears to i guess trying to <laughs> go the route of a womanizer or yeah. you know just like making making her feel up but <laughs> at the same time that doesn't that seem a bit much you know to especially since he was so or he was feeling conflicted about lying to your would he <laughs> lie even further by you know confessing his love and asking them to be really married like become their his real wife yeah like i don't I don't understand what that was other than did he did he suddenly suddenly become sincere although he he did mention that this was one of his plans like one of his moves that he does as a spy. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I don't think that was like a real confession or like or at least the attempt to a real confession. I don't think so. I think it was mm -hmm. really cuz cuz we I mean we we even saw like the transition sort of from him going to being genuinely su surprised and kind of caught off guard to mm -hmm. like converting over to his like twilight persona right well i just thought it was odd that he was willing to 
toy with her emotions that moment. I, I guess mm. he was worried that it would, you know, that she would run away because of it or something. But, you mm. know, and, and anything for the mission, I understand. But I don't know. Just didn't yeah. seem like Lloyd would do that to your at this point. You're right. That That but, is a bit concerning or, or odd. But I, I guess... In that it was moment, a joke in the end. right, right. In the end, it was. You're right. Uh, but I, I guess also because sort of in that situation at that time, there was the whole. Well, Yor had those doubts, sort of about Fiona and and how Lloyd wanted to really win Yor over to win her back, basically. Mm-hmm. And I guess mm-hmm. that was the route he decided to take. I suppose. Yeah. At least once he was under the impression that Yor liked him in that way. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I mean, I think that what they're feeling right now, that bit of feeling guilty for lying or holding them back from living their real life, I think that's a sign that they do care for each other. Yes. Um, mm. You look back, taking uh, Twilight's perspective, you look back at all the women that he's deceived I don't think he really cared too much, partly because they were uh, probably terrible women to begin with, <laughs> but also they were just part of a mission and he had no real feelings for them. Yeah. Versus now, I think, again, like we probably said every every episode, those feelings <laughs> are growing. Yes, know? I think so. Absolutely. A bit later in the book... I really loved getting to see or to kind of getting to follow along with Twilight's thought process as he was trying to come up with a way to get into the Imperial Scholarship yeah. uh, mixer or the Imperial Scholars mixer area. Like, I, I thought, like, just all of the different things that he considered and kind of thought about, I, I thought it was just a lot of fun to sort of getting to, mm-hmm. to follow along with all of that. I think it was good because I think he kind of trounced some of those typical spy actions you know disguising yourself as one of the uh, vips mm. but what if someone recognizes you and you are like wait a minute <laughs> you know well you're not acting like your normal self or you know skydiving down and on to the top of the <laughs> of the building like how many times you've seen that in a movie right and he's like that's too conspicuous like, you're right <laughs> why is. wouldn't any why wouldn't they be watching for that one but two like wouldn't wouldn't people just see it normally like anyway yeah especially in broad daylight <laughs> for sure <laughs> but I I loved also ultimately like how well his plan to ultimately get to you know to come face to face with Donovan Desmond in the end and mm. how that actually worked uh, yeah you know obviously we do have we definitely have Anya to thank for that partially mm-hmm. uh, but mm-hmm. but still he he did manage to get face to face with Donovan and oh my yeah. god that wow that, that 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 final page of this of this volume is just so cool with with him and and donovan there just looking at each other and oh what's gonna come of this uh, obviously we'll talk about that in, in predictions and stuff at the end of the sure. episode but 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 yeah just like great job twilight i did not expect for them to get right face, to, to come face to face with each other by volume six uh so this is very exciting i feel the exact same way like <laughs> did not did not see that coming at this point in time but here we are uh yeah It'll be interesting to see what happens. I have a few thoughts, but again, we'll save that. I look forward to hearing it. Anything more on Twilight? I think that's uh, all I got. All right. Then moving on to Anya. 
Fashion baby. <laughs> yeah. Work it, work it. Oh my gosh, honey. You're slaying me. Uh, her and Becky get special keychains after their shopping day. Oh my mm. gosh. Just, oh. oh. All of the precious best friends moments. Oh, I love my, it. My heart. Yeah, my heart <laughs> melted when I saw that. Or like, and, and their smiles when they came to school like the day after and all. Yeah. <laughs> so cute. And, and just in general, like it was just, just so great to see Anya and, well, and, enjoy her, her day out with Becky so much and, right. and all that. And, and, and it was also just fun to see her try out all those, all those different outfits. As well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, I, I kind of, I was kind of impressed with Endo's uh, fashion, like his his. Mm. Maybe he maybe he borrowed, you know, looked some through some fashion magazines or something. But <laughs> I know his 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 ability to uh, create these outfits for the characters was, was pretty good. Absolutely, uh, and you know the, the the page that has six outfits of Anya, like three on top and three at the bottom. Yeah, that page it resembled a lot a page in one of the previous volumes. I can't I can't remember which one that was now maybe like three or four hmm. where I, I'm, I'm gonna guess it was volume three because that's the one that has your on the cover anyway there was a like a page between two of the chapters in that volume where there was basically like the same type of page with your in six different outfits kind of how she wears her clothes throughout the week <gasps> like like monday tuesday wednesday and so like and, and like <sighs> sort of a description as to how and why she wears that the, those clothes and like on that day and, and stuff like that. That's it. Uh, That's it. I'm going to Barnes and Nobles and buying the freaking <laughs> volumes. I'll be right back. <laughs> Was that a little too much simping? I I don't know why I didn't say that back then when we talked about that volume. Must have you fool. Must have. <laughs> no, you did it. You did it for my own good. Yeah, I guess so. But hey, I said it now anyway. But yeah, it it, it basically this page with uh, these six outfits of. Uh, of Anya in that way really reminded me of that. And I feel like it was probably intentionally similar. Um, mm. And uh, I, I loved both the one that we had a couple of volumes back of, of uh, your, and I absolutely love this one as well with, with Anya here. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Mm-hmm. And then the, the page after that as well gave us some other crazy outfits too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You've gone farther than, than you. <laughs> Or, you know, you've gone beyond that point. Just keep going on. You keep going. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's beautiful. Um, I Her little speech to encourage Damien, well, while hilarious, because she, she's like, I'm scared of telling my dad, but I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> Wait, what was I talking about? Like, you know, the, <laughs> yeah. that, that moment. So good. Uh, so good. But, you know, even her little, I guess, tangent, or whatever inspired Damien to uh, confront his dad. So I think that yeah, Anya kind of saved the day there mm. in her own way, and that's and that's what's going to be. It's always going to be in Anya's own special way. Is she going to <laughs> save the day or complete the mission? You know, right? Absolutely, yeah. Also, we almost got a moment where she, uh, where she punched Damien again. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing she's got Becky. Yeah, <laughs> tell her not to. Yeah, do you'll that. probably be expelled. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and um, there were two parts in this volume where people sort of thought that she was reading their minds. Uh, I, I, well, oh yeah. Well, in, in, obviously we can't say exactly how serious those suspicions were, but but still, mm-hmm. there were people who thought that uh, first it was Yor who had those sorts of thoughts, 
pretty early in the volume. And then also Damien uh, had that thought during that scene when she convinced him to, to still go see his dad. And I don't know. It just makes me wonder, like, when and how are people going to eventually find out about those powers? Uh, I, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's not something that you would normally suspect of someone, you know? Right, yeah. Um, so I, I imagine it could take a while, but uh, she, she, at the same time, she does need to be careful, although she is, again, very cunning in how she's able to backtrack. Be, oh, well, you know, it's for this, or it's because of this, mm. I, that, that kind of stuff. And that's good, but, you know, can't blabble about <laughs> what everyone's thinking yeah but i know she knows that it's just she's yeah a little too carefree <laughs> right it's a little too careless <laughs> but 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 there was also that like a part of the rumors about the saccharis dossier or whatever uh among the rumors about those before they actually found out what it was and that it was a bit underwhelming among the rumors was that it was about Ostania's human experimentations and stuff and like or, or mm. things like that mm-hmm. was at least partially of what it was rumored to be about which I don't know made me thought of well, made, made me think of Anya obviously but mm-hmm. it also makes me wonder like I guess how well known or how big of a thing is that kind of kind of thing I guess in this world I wonder if there are if perhaps Twilight who obviously is very established in the spy world does mm-hmm. he know of other people maybe he's had encounters with other people that that have had various supernatural powers or i, I don't know i wouldn't be surprised because wise and twilight seem pretty aware of was it operation apple was that what it's called with with bond and his experimentation mm. that went on with him right seem pretty aware of that true so wouldn't be surprised if they were also aware of the human experimentations mm. whether that be the same operation or a different one um good point so yeah but maybe he just hasn't noticed it in Anya yet i mean i, I would assume so he hasn't well, right right mm. you know on that point there was also the rumor that westalis what wasn't Westallis? They took prisoners of wars and like tortured them, or or, or did some or killed them. Maybe I, I think killed them. It yeah. was something about yeah. I think it was murdering uh, or ma- massacring uh, prisoners of mm-hmm. war, something like that. Yeah, yeah. And I just because the human experimentation thing is something that definitely happened. Mm. What if that also definitely happened? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes me wonder if that could be any connection to your and Yuri's parents or, or, or someone else that they know. And maybe that comes up again, um, which would give her ample reason to hate Westalis, you know? Right. So, but I, that's just, again, another, another, I guess, guess (laughs) shot Mm. in the dark. Right. But it just makes me wonder if that will play any sort of part going forward exactly right yeah and uh, i definitely also thought about that i didn't i didn't make the connection that it may may potentially be related to it's a pretty mr and mrs (laughs) Breyer, but i mean it's possible it absolutely is a possibility but 
regardless, I do think and at least hope that that it's going to be relevant in the future of the story. Because uh, I, well, I, I guess before before we got that, or before I read that part in this book here, mm-hmm. in my mind, I was sort of like, uh, Westalis is the good guys and Ostania is the bad guys. Like, I guess, sort of in my mind. Mm-hmm. But with this, and I enjoy this even more, to for it to not be that black and white, you know, I right. I definitely enjoy more of that kind of morally gray kind of thing for for both sides. Because obviously we know that Ostania, which is where the story takes place largely, it's not all bad, you know. We've seen right. a bunch of amazing characters from Ostania, so obviously it Ostania gave us your uh, well, yeah, <laughs> and we and you know Henry Henderson <laughs> and Anya and Henry Henderson. <laughs> But uh, but yeah. Anyway, like uh, I I'm very intrigued by by that, and I really hope it becomes relevant moving forward. And then you you look at real life. I mean, history is told by the victors, right? Yeah. And so you look at World War Two and the in the Allies. You know, they they were the heroes. But while I won't I wouldn't I would say that it, the, probably the Axis uh, groups probably did more stuff that was against you know, war code probably. Uh, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say that the Allies were completely scot-free of not doing some questionable things. I mean, mm. uh, you know, you look at how America attacked Japan in the end, yeah. or beat Japan in the end. You know? So uh, while there are victors, it's not really so much... Uh, yeah, it depends on your point of view, obviously, but it, it's hard to say in black and white, good guy versus bad guy per se absolutely and i guess that has been building up slightly i guess throughout the volume since with this book you know as we've been talking about this now it definitely seems to be the case to be you know more Mm -hmm. you know hard to define who's good and who's bad and stuff like that which is interesting uh but there was also that monologue from sylvia a few volumes back where she was talking about her experience with war and all of that which yeah was so touching and moving uh, and mm-hmm. like these sorts of things aren't necessarily expected i guess at least for me like in in this series but it's something i really enjoy and i'm yeah. I, I i do want endo to lean more into that uh, as the series continues absolutely uh, but anyway <laughs> anya anything more on her i don't think i have anything else other than mm. Comedy stuff. <laughs> gotcha. Then let's move on to your forger for now. I like how she's getting a little more worried about Nightfall stealing Lloyd from her. Mm. Uh, or or I guess she wouldn't know her as Nightfall. She knowed her as Fiona. Mm. But uh, obviously it would ruin her cover. But I'm sure, I, I'm really sure there are some other feelings there. And as she mentions at the end of, I think, the chapter where they go drinking, mm. she mentions that, she's grown comfortable or she recognizes that she is attached to her current circumstance. Yeah. Similar to how she was with, um, Yuri. So I think that's a huge sign that she is at least growing, uh, fam- familial bonds with the, these two. And I think romantic will soon come. Uh, I, I hope eventually. so. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I will say the first time I read this book, I I will admit I was very sleepy at, when I read this book the first time. Not <laughs> not, not not a good idea. Uh, and 
so when I read it the first time, I sort of like after after having finished read, re- reading the book and I, I, I laid it laid it aside, I was like, hmm, I guess Yor really does have romantic feelings for Twilight. <laughs> Uh, but after I ha- wish <laughs> after having it read it again today, I was like, okay, okay, it's definitely not that certain. But right. but at the very least, she definitely has grown attached to both Lloyd and Anya, like in in yeah. a, in, in a family sort of way, you know, at least similarly right. to that. Uh, so well, it's like yeah. if someone were to try to take your best friend away from you, you know, that mm. kind of thing, or or take away your life, your current your current life, yeah. especially if you're comfortable with that. And that's and she kind of felt threatened by Fiona, and I thought yeah. it was really cute when after she, you know, wins against Fiona in tennis, <laughs> she just goes up to is like, "I won! Like I beat her!" And she's like, "Yes, yeah. you did!" <laughs> and she just kind of like struts off like, like Victor. Yeah. Uh, I, I really I really like that moment for her. Yeah, um, absolutely. But obviously, she needed a little more closure, mm. a little more understanding, and and that next chapter, um, I think, really. Really gave it, gave it to her. Yeah. Oh, for, for sure. Um, but holy crap, the woman never ceases to amaze me with her just godlike strength. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, just serving a ball. Well, one, cut, cutting the ball into millions of, not millions, of, like uh, a lot of pieces. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then serving the ball at like a bullet speed or the speed of light. <laughs> like, speed, speed, speed of sound, I think. Oh, speed of sound. Is that what she said? Oh, okay, speed of sound. But that's still very fast. Oh, of course. <laughs> and yeah, that is, uh, that's insane. It is. I, I just, you know, the past, or two chapters ago, or two volumes ago, excuse me, when she stopped the car with, mm. her, with her kick, <laughs> and then this, like, it just blows my mind. Yeah, like, yeah, they're on the same scale, I suppose. Uh, just incredible displays of strength and you know also a lot of props to her racket like her tennis racket because <laughs> yeah. being able to for because she was able to hit it with hers but fiona's couldn't receive it go figure hmm. maybe he grew in force <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um it also amazes me more because you see how dominant fiona and lloyd are at their tennis matches, you know, yeah. incredible they are. <laughs> right. And then you get to this point, and Fiona's just <laughs> incredibly overwhelmed. It's like, wow. It, yeah. Never ceases to amaze me. Mm-hmm. I, I love I love your for it. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> Rex Lloyd in, in the chin. Oh, yes. Like, same old, same, I mean, I think it's the first time she's actually hit him. Yeah. At least gotten, like, such a good hit in, at the very yeah. least. Like, I know at the castle, she started attacking him, but... I don't know if she, she landed a hit or not. Right, right. But he was he was fearing for his life in that moment, and now he actually Absolutely. now he took that hit to the chin, and oh my god, <laughs> that was out. glorious. How does he not suspect anything? <laughs> like how how does how does this inhuman strike not be like okay? Is there some human experimentation? Is mm. <laughs> was she trained for this? Like what? How how is he not questioning it? I guess yeah. maybe it's because. Not my mission, not my problem. Like, hmm. you know, if it, if it interferes with the pro- mission, I'm not going to worry about it. Uh, I don't know. I wonder. I know. Or maybe he's just super impressed with the strength. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it, it is It is curious. She says she's not as pretty as Fiona. Girl, that's not true. 
Ah, uh, they're both really beautiful, in my opinion. Yeah, but, uh... <laughs> sure, of course, they're both really beautiful, and it just comes down to preferences. It definitely does. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, she is absolutely gorgeous. I do have one more thing, and it's about the song she sings. Not so much the lyrics, although I, I guess I could try to do an analysis of of the lyrics. <laughs> yes. Uh, it it's it's more so that. It's the same song that his mother sang, that 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 Lloyd's mother sang. Hmm. I just wonder, like, where did the song come from? Is it just a common folk song in the area? Hmm. Uh, you know, were these two countries one country at one point, or right? Is this just a song that's traveled around again around that that area of the world? I don't know. Is this a family song? Like, is there some sort of... I mean, I'm not saying, like, sibling or anything, but is this, yeah. you know... A, like, or maybe a town, you know? Hmm. Some sort of uh, culture going on. I don't know. Just I thought it was interesting that they would sing the same song. Yeah. Even though she didn't know some of the words. <laughs> right, absolutely. And I, I guess I've also had the thought that well, since it definitely seems to be inspired by Germany during the Cold War, mm-hmm. that obviously was one unified country before the end of World War II. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so if this is about 1970, then maybe 25, 30 years ago, this was one unified country. Like the West and East were one country together. And so there would be a culture and i mean obviously they speak the same language we also or at least we assume that it's always the same language spoken within the manga so it's it is one country or it probably is my my, my speculation is that it used to be one single country and that does have a shared history and culture originally that makes sense but yeah Mm. that's all i have on your all right then moving on to fiona frost nightfall I, I will kick it off by saying one thing that was very important to me. <laughs> I think she is so, so cute in her tennis getup. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I She was rocking it. That was so, like, she looks so good in that. <laughs> uh, anyway. That's what she was hoping for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, she, she would woo me, like, easily. <laughs> if, if I was in Twilight's shoes, I... <laughs> Anyway, um, <laughs> you're good at tennis. Be my wife. <laughs> yeah, if only it worked that way. Success. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and I guess continuing from the previous volume, seeing all the fantasies in her head, like about right. how, how she is, you know, just gushing for for Twilight is just so cute to see, and very wholesome and just nice. And obviously, like just the, the contrast between her her facade and her 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 in her, her head or her mind obviously is fun to mm-hmm. fun to watch um she is a romantic a big she one really is really really is <laughs> and it was also fun that she made she made it so, so that she was twilight's wife during the tournament yeah. uh, <laughs> all according to keikaku <laughs> yeah i love how she shakes when twilight praises her during the final match like there's a mm. there's a moment i guess you could argue that maybe that was still the gas but they had, they had like figured out what to do against the, the twins or the siblings, or whatever, and mm. and so the, Twilight turns and says, "Yeah, great job. We're gonna do this." And she's she's kind of looks like she's shaking, like she's about to scream, <laughs> in joy that he he praised her. I yeah, that was pretty. 
I guess it maybe should be a comedy, but anyway, I just oh no it no, it's good, it's good. <laughs> and then contemplates contemplates making the match last forever. Right. <laughs> so take take a step back, girl. I'm 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 glad she didn't give in to that thought, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think she it it's almost like a tragic character in the sense that yeah, uh, Yor has become this ultimate love rival who clearly doesn't share the same romantic feelings um, at this point, but is in a, a more, I guess, romantic position. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> than her, you know, and as the story goes, I, I, I can't really see her taking Lloyd for her own, you know? Like, I... Yeah. That would be, I don't know, it would almost be like NTR kind of crap. Um <laughs> Yeah, like I, I definitely also don't see that either. While I absolutely love Fiona, I, oh, I, one hundred percent agree with you. Like, Yor and Twilight are the OTP of the story, like one hundred percent. Yeah. But uh, but still, I absolutely enjoy Nightfall. Yeah, I yeah, she brings another level of comedy and and just great moments to the story, and can't hmm. wait to see more of it. Absolutely. Although I will say that my, or at least the impression I'm under now, since this volume ended, or well, well, with what happened in this volume on Fiona's side, is that I, it, to me, it sort of seems like maybe she's gonna be absent from the story for a while or a bit, and then she will, eventually return with a vengeance. But I don't know. Yeah. When I could see it happening that but way. I I feel like may, maybe that's kind of what the intention is right now because obviously she isn't like a main main character no um so while i would have loved for her to not go to the mountains to train, to the train tennis <laughs> uh i i do think she's gonna be maybe be absent for a bit but hey that's only gonna make her eventual return even sweeter so uh right yeah. at least that's my thinking right uh -huh. i put her on par with yuri as you know he didn't have any screen time this volume. True, true. So I feel like that she'll come here and there mm. um, and maybe bring a new challenge for your... <laughs> oh, <laughs> or yeah. Something like that. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, she, she definitely wants to challenge your again mm -hmm. somehow, mm -hmm. whether it's tennis or something else. So. <laughs> that lady's full of energy. <laughs> Yeah. That's a kind way of putting it. I yeah. love that comment. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a childlike comment too, like such a realistic yeah. like a, a child would say that. Like it's so good. It's so good. Uh any anyway, anything more on Nightfall? That's all I got. Alright. Moving on to Becky Blackbell then, a bit. I guess most of the the rest of the ones are a bit bit more minor, but mm -hmm. but with Becky, for me at least, the the main thing with her was that we got a little bit of a glimpse into her past in this book mm. through through Martha, her her um, servant or, or chauffeur or whatever her role is. Anyway, um, it seemed to me like Becky's outlook on life had been very negative overall until mm. uh, until she met and befriended Anya. So I guess it's just nice to potentially know that. Anya's influence on Becky has made made Becky just happier overall, it, or at least that's how it seemed to me. 
happier and, and maybe a little less stuck up because yeah. it seemed oh, like yeah. she was just, you know, calling everybody brats and it, she didn't want to go to this academy because she's like ill breads. Like she just thought she was better than everybody else. Yeah. And, but I guess Anya helped change her attitude quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I mean, you know, kudos, kudos for Becky for just, I guess, changing, but also, you know, hmm. Anya's a great friend. They're, you know, they're, they're, they're really, you know, friendship goals, they, those two. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Oh, they're so good together. <laughs> um, mm. She's basically dedicated herself to being Anya's ally in love. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> supposedly she'll help her with Damien. Yeah. Um, even though even though Anya's like, uh, nope, I have no such feelings for the man. <laughs> <laughs> Not on my scale. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, 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 that is a really funny side thing, I guess, like in the story, how Becky is just completely under that impression. <laughs> yeah. Didn't get to see Lloyd in the flesh, though. Oh, man, she just would have waited a little bit longer, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, she'll have it. I, I, I guess that's something I also look forward to, just for, to her, for her to, you know, come face to face with Lloyd. <laughs> she makes her claim as another love rival. You know, yeah. she like, she's like, she's like, uh, ah, so that's, that's the wife. I didn't realize she was so pretty. She's much prettier in person. Oh yeah. I, I guess she'll be my love or, you know, my love rival or something like that. <laughs> Wrecking homes is a no, no. Oh yeah. Yeah. Good, good Martha. <laughs> uh, yeah. And well, I guess, I guess I'll mention since we've mentioned Martha or I've mentioned Martha twice now. Uh, and I, I don't think this, it's just something I, my, my, my sleepy ass self thought when I read it the first time, mm-hmm. but I wanted to mention it just in case I'm onto something, but I don't actually think I am. I thought her eyes were really similar to Damien's eyes. Oh, what the? Um, obviously, Whoa. that's really strange if, if they're related, but, but I don't know. It was just something I thought was bit pretty similar. <laughs> That would be whack. No, it would be. It uh, would completely. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something like, oh, what if Martha's a spy, you know, uh, spying on the Black Bells or something like that. Gotcha. Oh, uh, yeah, no. Um, no. <laughs> yeah, that's that's really out there. Okay, well, we'll see. We'll, yeah. put, a, we'll put a pin on that. Right, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's what we'll do. Uh, anything more on Becky? Nah. All right, then moving on to... Oh, Dan- oh, oh, wait, wait, oh, wait, wait. Yes. She had her own fashion show, too. She did. It was glorious, and she 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 wore some of, or one she she wore yours outfit. And yeah, I was like, that was the best part. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty great. Uh, huh. Anyway, I I like that. That was yes. cute. Although it is a little weird that they are like a bunch of six year olds doing that. I mean, yes, especially especially when they had like the the. I think one of them called it like the sexy outfit. Yeah, that was a bit uncomfortable. <laughs> like, um, like, yeah, I'm not okay with this. No, <laughs> but they're just having fun. I right. mean, yeah. you know, just a fashion show mm-hmm. kind of a thing. So anyway. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yes, uh, then moving on to Damien Desmond. Poor kid was, uh, you know, he he felt like he had to kind of back out of seeing his dad because yeah. because he thinks himself kind of <sighs> too far below that so sad gosh it really is obviously we we, we did know of that dynamic before but just i mm-hmm. guess this book also just kind of cemented that even further mm-hmm. well you know going as far as to getting his brother to uh 
do that for him and then backing out at the last minute. I mean, mm-hmm. oh man, it just shows how how bad his I guess self worth is at this point. Yeah. You know, his self doubt, mm-hmm. at least in terms of his compared to his father. Right. You know, it, you know, kids should feel like that with their parent. No. But like we said, Anya gives him the courage to turn back and stay. Um, yeah. And yeah, then he then he gets to meet Anya's dad. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, good good on him. <laughs> yeah. And even though Twilight's kind of ruining the family reunion there, he is still technically seeing his dad now. For, yeah, that's pro- true. Possibly for the first time in quite a while. So I guess that's something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know. It'd be nice if it's a happy reunion, but something tells me it may not go yeah. great for him. Mm, mm. Uh, but I wonder that whole sheep keychain thing and then seeing Lloyd, I wonder if Damien will bring that up to Anya at all. And oh, maybe yeah. Like, kind of mention, like, oh, you forgot your keychain. I was the one who found it. And she'd be like, what the heck are you talking about? <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> I, I could see it be pretty much exactly what you're saying. I could also see it being that he might say something like that to Anya, but that she will obviously read his mind, perhaps, and be like, oh, like, or I understand. Or, like, she had read her dad's <laughs> mind, and she knew about it, maybe. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. But, yeah, like, yeah. It, that, that is an interesting possibility, though. Um, I, I guess another thing that was also a bit, a bit further made clear, I guess, in this volume was Damien's affection for Anya, which I... I feel at this point sort of that he is becoming more aware of those feelings that he has for her. Absolutely. Uh, like, so that's, uh, yeah, that's awesome. That's exciting. <laughs> yeah. It was funny that Anya's goal with the whole shopping thing was to get Damien to fall for her. Um, <laughs> in the end, like they just bought keychains and just, you know, it, it, it kind of was almost like that didn't, didn't work out but then mm. damien gets noticed them being just being themselves and yeah just, you know smiling and yeah he was like kind of a little captivated by that true like, so, absolutely yeah i, I love that page first of all but i didn't really think of it in that way but i i really i really love that way to think about it and how yeah even though she didn't get any clothes she got the sheep and that or i guess thanks to the sheep she she was able to get his attention with her smile kind of you see, it's mm. always in her own strange way that she'll <laughs> get it done. Yeah, yeah. It you is. know, it's not like oh, get this clothes and he'll like you. <laughs> like she'll she'll get it done. She'll get it done. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, more on Damien. Nope. All right, then. Any other characters that you want to bring up? Frankie's the best babysitter. <laughs> he is. <laughs> Not yeah, everything absolutely. is about money, but also yes, I'll take that. <laughs> Who wants to go to the park? I, I you know, I've kind of, I've kind of grown uh, more fond of Frankie. I mean, we didn't see him in the last volume at all, but here right. he is again, and mm-hmm. I, I, I wouldn't mind seeing more of him, and just kind of get maybe a little backstory or something like that. Yeah. Um, you know, interesting about uh, in this this chapter he appears, he asks Anya if the, if she loves her mom and dad. And she's like, of course I do. I love them. Or yeah. what, well, actually he asks her what, what she thinks of them. Oh yeah. Mm. And I wonder, I guess like, 
he's kind of under the impression that this is, well, he understands this is all a mission. This is all more or less fake. Maybe he feels bad for her because, you know, at one point it might end. Mm. But I wonder what, I don't know, I just wonder what's going on, like why he would ask that to her. There wasn't much clarification there. True. Maybe it hits home for Frankie in some way. I don't know. Right, right. Yeah, you're right. I definitely would like some more, well, to dive a little deeper into his character. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep, yep. He is going to appear on the cover for Volume 8, as I have seen. So nice. hopefully that means something about his relevance to the story. <laughs> Although I guess we can't know for sure. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's not like he's not my favorite character right now, but it, he's one of those characters that, okay, I'm ready to, I'm ready to hear more about you. Right, absolutely. And that, that's all I got. All right, then moving on to the comedy. I, I loved that Agent Daybreak was apparently on uh, in, in the tennis to- tournament. Among all Wait, of the challengers, yeah, yeah. So there was like a brief little little um, montage uh, as they were beating the last couple of ones before the finals. After they beat the two big guys, uh huh. There was a little montage. It's just one panel actually, and and we see like some defeated people on the ground, and a- Agent Daybreak is lying there. It's like one hundred percent him. I thought that was so, and he's holding a, a ping pong. Uh, racket. Oh, that was him? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Though he did return, even though very, very briefly. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that, that really, really got me. <laughs> I mean, he's probably not getting any jobs, so... <laughs> right. <laughs> Although, the fact that he got to face off against uh, Twilight and, and Nightfall must mean that he at least won his first two uh, matches. I mean, he he rolls around a lot, so I guess he has some <laughs> athleticism. True. And maybe yeah. using a ping pong paddle is is actually a good strategy. Who knows? Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Who, I doubt who it. Who really knows? But... <laughs> mm-hmm. I just think the whole underground tennis thing is just so absurd. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You know, it's like instead of boxing or, you know, some <laughs> legal dog fighting or something like that, it's tennis. <laughs> yeah, that is funny. Which, you know, I, I guess is a little more, uh, just a little better, <laughs> mm. you know, uh, not illegal. Uh, the scars of the players and the and the, and the steroid, just, just the ridiculous ridiculousness of it all. These tennis players with giant scars and rip muscles. Yeah. <laughs> it was just so ridiculous. <laughs> it really is. I, I, I also love the name of the, tour, of the tournament, calling it Campbellton. Yeah. Instead of like, uh, Wimbledon. Is, uh, yeah. Funny. Uh, chapter 33 ended with Twilight and Nightfall high-fiving in the car. Yeah. Which was a, a nice way to end that chapter, but... The I've w- actually seen th- I've actually seen this this one you're about to talk about. Okay, you have. Cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. So there was that little there was a bonus page in the in the physical volume, which I guess also appeared in um, where, where you're reading it. No, or I I was at a bookstore and I just ah. was like, oh, there's volume six. I had already <laughs> read it, but I was like, oh, might as well take a look at it. Oh yeah, and I saw that. I was like, I love this. That is so awesome. So basically, for anyone who doesn't know. Right after they high five there, there's a little explanation later on in the volume uh, on a separate page that explains that <laughs> they were in a minor car accident right after that because <laughs> Nightfall was just too 
well, well, she couldn't focus on the road because she had just touched she was a little Twilight. Too excited. Yeah, <laughs> definitely too excited. <laughs> I think she's just like looking at her hand, and I, I, she's probably like shaking, like <laughs> <laughs> hyperventilating. Hyperventilating. Uh, oh, I love it. Yeah. I, uh, so good. So, because because when it did happen, when that high five does happen. I'm like, oh, let's go. Wow, she touched him and there's no reaction. Right, right. And so this made, this made a lot more sense. Yes. I was so glad I took a peek at, peek at that. I didn't yeah. get to see the everything that was in the volume, but that's the one thing that I saw <laughs> in the physical version. I was like, yes, Sweet. that's great. Sweet. I guess speaking of that, there was like the very, very, very last page, or at least of the stuff that's not like uh, advertisement, um, is a picture of basically it's the same image as the front cover which is a picture of uh, of fiona sitting in a in a chair mm-hmm. it's basically that it's the same drawing but she's wearing a bride's dress Aww. like she's sitting the, the exact same pose same face expression but she's wearing a bride's mm-hmm. dress and in her in her hand instead of holding a gun she's holding a marriage license <laughs> 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 so i guess it's her dream uh well she does say be my double partner for life yes my oh. double partner for life <laughs> right that was so great <laughs> so cute she's so cute she's such a romantic yeah um uh, <laughs> is it a coincidence that their name is phony you know like as in a phony person like a phony name like you know mm-hmm. but i also have the same thought about the forger name it it sounds like forgery right yeah yeah forge you know uh-huh. So these names are not very subtle. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I agree. And I do think it's intentional, probably. Uh, it's got to be. Yeah. <laughs> so another kind of Fiona crushing on Lloyd moment. So the steroid guys is it better get that girl to change your diaper. And she's like, of course, I'd be happy to. <laughs> and I was like, no, bad. Bad Fiona. That's gross. Oh, dear. Mm-hmm. Hey, at least she's willing. She would do it if if it needed to be done. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's true love, right? <laughs> yeah. But there's also like some weird kinks associated with that. So Absolutely. I guess I shouldn't kink shame, but still it's a... mm-hmm. No, come on. Anyway, um so it turns out Zacharias's dossier was his idol collection. <laughs> yeah. I did not expect that. No, absolutely. I... <laughs> Especially I uh, hit Yeah, just Especially in this time period. I mean, granted, these were uh, musical idols, I guess you could say. There's mm. there's a word they use for them. I can't remember, but oh yeah, yeah, starlets, <laughs> starlets. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, I just I don't know. <laughs> it was just a very unexpected thing. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> it was great. Yeah, there's some pretty cute pictures there. <laughs> yeah, that, totally. It, it's kind of like 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 this world's version of. Like buying like anime figurines or stuff like that, I guess. <laughs> or being like a, a an idol fanatic, you know. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, I, guess, I love I guess AKP AKB forty seven. Or mm-hmm. I guess nowadays is it's cool to like K pop idols. Mm-hmm. I don't idol isn't K pop, but Maybe, yeah. <laughs> that's besides the point. Yes, yes. Uh, my last thing that I noted down for comedy here is also a bonus page i uh, sadly but oh! it was some something i just had to bring up because it was really, okay really funny is basically it, it we, we got like one little bonus page that showed what anya bond and frankie were doing uh dur- oh. dur- during that chapter when 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 lloyd and yor were out mm-hmm. and 
they go to the park, you know, they're all super excited, like Bon, Anya, and Frank are all super excited, like running to the park with, with a frisbee, gonna, gonna <laughs> you know, catch that, like throw that around. And, mm-hmm. uh, and so pretty much immediately, Frankie throws the frisbee for, um, for Bon to go fetch. But Bon just sits there. Bon, like, goes, <laughs> for, for, like, he was, uh, a second ago, he was super excited, but then he just sits there, does not run after the frisbee at all. <laughs> and he just, he's just really, so Frank, he's just really confused. And then Anya reads Bond's mind, and it turns out that Bond was under the, the impression that they were going to go to the park so that Anya could throw the frisbee, and Frankie could go run after it. What? <laughs> and Bond would just watch, <laughs> clapping his paws. <laughs> oh, Bond. So that was, that was really good. <laughs> <laughs> well, did they? They didn't. That was only in Bond's mind. No. And then the, 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 the very last panel of that page, we, we see Anya uh, patting Frankie's arm like she has done at least once before. She's kind of pat-pat. <laughs> and Frankie's just confused. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. I just wanted to mention that because it was really... I, I thought it was really funny. Uh, you know, drunk yours strikes again. Uh, <laughs> really funny how she's slurring her words. And- She's singing, singing the lullaby, which is really cute. But then she's like, mm. I forgot the words. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I like that a lot. That was funny and cute. Uh-huh. And at, at the very end of that chapter, having to explain the situation all over again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After that, so. Poor Lloyd. Good stuff. And the big chin bump he got. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> man. That was huge. I love the first, the first panel where we see it. And he has this mm-hmm. just like like super serious face expression but he has that chin (laughs) it's just just a really funny contrast (laughs) absolutely Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know frankie and anya are making fun of him for it it's a great moment it's a great moment (laughs) uh when they're when they're going out shopping or she shows off uh shows becky her cash on is like how many peanuts could i buy with this i just I can't. It's so funny. She just loves, she just loves the peanut stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and lastly, just Anya's serious face when she's gonna wait for Damien's dad to show up. And she's so serious, <laughs> and she immediately falls asleep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So good. And I guess really quickly, this is not a comedic thing, but on that scene that I forgot to mention earlier. Or I don't know if I forgot to mention it, but I, I want to mention it now, so I I, felt I will. Uh, just, I want to give a bit of credit to uh, Damien's friends. Like, they, they were there waiting with him for all that time, just yeah. being, being cool. So Yeah, they're good friends to him. They are. They really are. Not great people. Yeah, I mean, they're the <laughs> little kids. They're little kids, you know. Right, yeah. <laughs> but, they under, but they understand that Damien has kind of these father's issues, mm-hmm. and... They are wanting to support him in that. So, yeah, yeah. very yeah, they're good friends to him. Definitely, definitely. But I guess that it's all for comedy and the characters and everything like that. Yeah. Then moving on to the last piece of the discussion here where we'll just talk about whatever. I guess we'll, we should start by talking maybe about predictions and what we think this scene that the, or the, where, the, where the cliffhanger leaves us, where is that going to lead, kind of. We got Twilight meeting Donovan Desmond is that going to go well or not? Kind of what are the what, what will the consequences be of this meeting? Uh, what are your thoughts? Um, I think it could end well for Lloyd, at least not perfectly. But you know, Desmond is not going to think any 
he's not going to think low of him, you know, it, if anything, he's going to turn his disappointment to Damien, um, mm. is my thinking. Right. And that Damien just won't get the closure that he needs, obviously, and mm. I think he'll be a little disappointed. But I think Lloyd will cheer him up somehow and, you know, kind of encourage him like he's done so many times. Uh, and, yeah, that that that's how I see it going down. I mean, I'd be really surprised if, Damien gets a a win here with his father. Like I I don't know. Like yeah, I'd be shocked. Yeah, I I definitely agree that it's probably not going to go Damien's way right here. Mm-hmm. And about Twilight, I I don't think it's necessarily going to lead to like I guess a great immediate start to a relationship between Twilight and 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 Desmond. Or uh-huh. Donovan, like I don't think it's necessarily going to lead to something great immediately there, but I do think that maybe a little further down the line, Twilight is going to benefit from having had this meeting with Donovan at this point. Mm. Is right, probably my thinking. At the very least, introduce himself. You know exactly. Yeah, like it can't be bad, right? Like because I I feel like Twilight is. On top of it, like he 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 is in control of the situation right here, so I do think he he's not gonna he's not gonna ruin it for himself. Mm-hmm. I guess those are all the predictions I have. <laughs> kind of vague, but but still, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that's that's my main one because it's such a huge cliffhanger there. Yeah. Um, and I think that that'll be addressed in the next uh, chapter. Yeah. Right. Has to be. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Besides that, and the other things I've guessed before, I, I I really don't have anything. Right. Then, well, yeah. I guess that is it, the end of the discussion. Then, no other final words or anything to tie it up or end it off. <laughs> yeah, I have one other thing, hmm? just about the manga series in general. Oh yeah. So, according to Oricon, Oricon, whatever the, the a a Japanese website where they kind of rank the top-selling things of the year or whatnot. Mm. I believe Spy Family made the list, and I think it oh. was, like, number seven. Uh-oh. And they had, like, four million-something sales, I think. Nice. Number one is Jujutsu Kaisen, mm. and that sold 30.9 million. And then Demon Sailor was 29.5 million. Oh, wow, they were pretty close. Yeah. Attack on Titan was number four. I have uh, my Hero, My Hero Academy five. Uh, Tokyo Avengers was third, mm. and then it was One Piece. After that, One Piece is obviously huge, right? But I think it sold like seven million or something like that. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's pretty impressive to be on that list, and I yeah. think it just goes to show that uh, Spy Family is really connecting with people, despite only being out just a couple uh years, and yeah, it doesn't even have an anime yet so exactly <laughs> that that could do even more wonders for sales if the story continues to improve mm. on itself absolutely and i wonder if the anime is going to be like a single season length or a double season length because i'm thinking if it's just going to be like a 12 episode season then it's probably not going to reach fiona at all hmm. i'm thinking then fiona might be left completely for a potential second season if they continue it 
But if it is like a 24 or so episode season, then surely everything that we've covered now and maybe a bit more will be in it. But anyway, uh, yeah, remains to be seen. Anyway, super excited for that anime to, to start next year or or this year, depending on when this episode airs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, yes. But I guess that's it for this week. Yeah, I think that is it. Mm-hmm. Cool. Then, if you enjoy our content, you can follow us on Twitter at Umami Manga. And it would be lovely if you'd like to support us by either rating our show on the podcast platforms or subscribing to our channel, Umami Manga, on YouTube. If you like this episode, please share it with anyone you think might enjoy it too. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time when we'll talk about Volume 7. Bye-bye! See ya! for a run today like i usually do but i didn't run yesterday because i usually run on mondays i just wasn't feeling it and sometimes your body says you know what i need a break and you have to mentally tell yourself that's okay but sometimes your brain's like but i must run or i'll be dizzy i'll be fat you're like brah it's okay